Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The masks are coming. Raw emotion, knee slides, backflips, bundles, political messages, a man pretending to be a fish. When it comes to goal celebrations, we think we've seen it all. Then inevitably, something new comes along. Did, did any of you get what celebration it was, by the way? Save the last dance. A lift from the end. Save the last dance. A good goal deserves a good celebration because goals are the best bit. And a well-executed celebration can raise a great moment into an iconic one. And here's Gascoigne. From Roger Miller pole dancing to Bebeto rocking a cradle and Alan Shearer putting his arm up a bit. The post-goal celebration is one of the little details that make football a joy. Some are brilliant because they're spontaneous, some stick in the mind because they capture a moment and some are so blandly calculated they make you look like a dead-eyed psychopath. You would think that the goal celebration is as old as the goal, but as we're about to learn, that's not necessarily the case. So wheel away, punch the corner flag, and if you're Richard Keys, fuck off. (laughs) Because this is the Football Rambles Guide to Goal Celebrations. (laughs) Gentlemen. How are we doing? <laughs> Strong start. Yeah, it's Jesus. already one of my favorite rambles. Oh, good to know. Good to know. So we're going to start um, by asking, what's the? What do you think are the key ingredients for you in a good celebration? Is it simplicity? Is it choreography? Is it a big old knee slide? What What do you like to see? I think so. I think the thing I'd like to see um, is actually an ingredient of the celebration that 
I, I believe is fundamental to a good celebration and it's continuing in the direction, not the change of direction. Right, I like that. Yeah, because it all, and I get why people do it sometimes. You know, there's a famous goal when uh, Peter Crouch scores the goal at the Etihad that gets Tottenham Champions League football for the next season, mm. where his immediate reaction is to run right. He's at the near post and scores, I think, and then goes to run right. Then remembers the Spurs fans are on his left and goes and celebrates in front of them. So it's flow, yeah, almost but, like but, uh, dance, like exactly. ballet. You know, it's about the smooth movement of limbs. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Um, and, and with that in mind, I'm a big fan of, for example, when people score a chip and they know it's in before it's in, and then they already start to move in the direction they're celebrating. Nice. So I think basically it's that initial movement, which for me is the most important thing about celebration. Can I nominate one in that vein, in the terms of one that's aesthetically pleasing? to do with the flow of motion, uh, the camera work, the occasion, everything. I would say uh, David Beckham versus Greece. Yes. yes. It's a very pleasing celebration aesthetically. Yeah. Even if it's in it, not something you could replicate and would look good always. It's just the movement, the moment, the flow of it, the modern dance element of the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things about a good celebration for me is, is that it being spontaneous and it's showing mm. the personality of of not just the player that scored the goal but the, the team around him in ways that they're not really in control of yeah. like, yes. there can be a lot to be said for a yes, choreographed um, uh, you know uh, celebration that we'll, we'll come on to but like you see the bonds between the players sometimes one thing I don't yeah. like is when a player avoids his teammates yes. try, trying <laughs> to sort of get in this is my and, moment and exactly <laughs> yeah 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 I'm running to the cameras I'm running to the fans and maybe if you only score once every hundred games that's fair enough but you yeah. do get sort of free scoring players that do that I'm not a huge fan of that so I'm, I'm, a, I'm slightly worried that you, you, you've already told Richard Keyes to nap off in this pub because I worry that my role here will be to be the Grinch to be the to celebration be, I, 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 my concern is but I'm very much but I'm so aligned with what you just said I think spontaneity with a certain notable exceptions mm -hmm. uh, I, I think the sort of Look at me! I'm so cool. Celebrations really rankle with me. They don't. Yeah. They don't sit right at all. I know I'm speaking to an Arsenal fan. Over Thierry Henry thing. I don't. You know that's fine. Whatever. He, he's not. He's different. He's yeah. a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. But, really do, but do you not think? But, so what, I what just was think, about I like these... it when players look happy that they've done a goal. Yeah, I know, but but I think so. The thing if, about if you're too cool to be happy when you've scored a goal, I don't. Not sure. I really trust you. But I, th I so I, I always just on a mental level. <laughs> I kind of admired Thierry Henry's celebration because there was an element of like, this is just what I do, and it played yeah, into yeah. the character that he concocted on the field. Yeah, but that's exactly what I find obnoxious. Yeah, sure, but but, <laughs> but, but isn't, isn't that a good thing for your opponent to have in their head? It's like, oh, this is easy for him. Fuck, he might do it again. Yeah, and the thing, the thing that I would say that this, well, you know, I'm glad he kind of moved away from it, not least because it was off the back of a goal he scored against my team, Manchester United at Highbury. Um, the WhatsApp Budweiser celebration, which is one of the worst things he's ever done. <laughs> and I ain't about to say something libelous there. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the worst things he's ever done. Yeah. Yeah, shut and, up. <laughs> there, there was also, but very quickly, there was also a goal he scored against Chelsea at Highbury, where all the build up was about his record against um, big teams. Mm. And this is, you know, Chelsea, you know. In the start of the Abramovich era, so he scored after about thirty seconds. He did, yeah. and he and he ran away, and he was just like dusting off the badge, and it was quite a like, 
what are you all talking about type celebration? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. And I, I, I kind of I admire that, that as really, well. really well. Yeah. It, was, it was great. So let's sort of pivot to to spontaneous celebrations. Mm. We, have a, we had a tweet from listener Sam when we asked for our, for our listeners' favourite celebrations. And he said, probably the Tardelli. All these pre-rehearsed trademark celebrations you see these days, like Mbappe, Ronaldo, etc., just seem so fake and joyless in comparison to someone just completely losing their mind. And I, I get that. It feels like part of the brand, doesn't it, for the, for the elite players where they know they're going to score a lot of goals. So they do... They almost essentially do a physical like logo. Yeah, I I know what you mean, but I I would say that a lot of that isn't governed by them. They're not the they're not the ones who think. Yeah, they're not the ones who think. Oh, this is um, I I could market this. For example, I I genuinely love the Mbappe celebration. I think it's very cool. I think it's very simple, and I think it is spontaneous because he does it so naturally. Because he used to, you know, he used to do it with an East every time. Yeah. Used to, <laughs> but he used to do it with a knee slide. He yeah. used it now just you know does that when you know upright anyway. And someone else has the thought. Oh, you know what? You could you could we could um, copyright that. Yeah. Mm. I always used to be so impressed by knee slides. I was thinking, how on earth yeah. are you all getting so much distance on grass? It's like it's it's wet, isn't it? It's just, it is really as simple as that. Wet and it's consistent. Yeah. Like the, the, it's the best surface for knee slides. Yeah. You know, top I, I'll tell you what. I'd like I'd like to see that as an event. I'm pretty sure it is a thing, isn't it? Really? You know, in the same back as people who chase cheese down a hill. Yeah. I mean, if there must yeah, be like knee, slides knee slide. I've got far more value to them than that. Yeah. So maybe that should be an Olympic event in the future. So um, in a survey of 2,000 fans this year, over half admitted they're not fans of pre-organised mm. celebrations. 39% See? felt that footballers have too much time on their hands <laughs> if they plan such an occasion. I, mean, okay. I think this was is taken this in, in the a Daily Mail. Yeah. So I was, I was on board with this for a while. And then let's, <laughs> yeah. what did they think? Like, you do know overtraining is a thing, right? Footballers actually have an absurd amount of free time on their hands uh, because you can't train that much and you can only do video analysis for so long before your brain turns to mush, right? Yes. So actually, they have a genuine challenge on their hands because a lot of the things you and I do when we have spare time, they cannot do. Yes. Yeah. It's about to do what, what you put your body, what you put into your body. And, <laughs> and I'm not going to continue that sentence. Uh, so, um, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, I understand... I like the spontaneity. I like when people are happy. I like, I love your point about how, like, when the celebrations almost reveals part of the dynamics yeah. of the group and this sort of thing. When, when people it's, are when themselves. It's your team that you support who you kind of almost transpose yourself onto. You know, yeah. you want to feel a part of that, the the organization, really. And it's like, yeah, yeah Granite's yeah. happy. That's good. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we're happy together and we're mates. He <laughs> 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 looked at me, you know, it's like when people are talking about, like, the time they met the queen and they knew she was a good person when mm. it's like, yeah, she walked, she looked at me and she nodded and I thought, what a lovely woman. I think people have that with, with celebration. Yeah, not like, once did she call me a peasant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, as you say, like they run over and they're like, oh, you celebrated right, right with me. And, and, and I grabbed him by the hair. <laughs> We're one. Yeah. And it's also a nice, like, I don't know. Like, this is a happy moment. I would like to share it with other people who are also happy. That mm. seems nice to me. Like, the, yeah, yeah. Go, going to the crowd and that sort of thing. Obviously, you don't want to incite a riot. Like Emmanuel must not, turn in, <laughs> must not turn into an all-night rave. Yeah. But uh, but I think there's something nice about that, actually. That's that's kind of sweet. I like that. Let's kind of move on to some more iconic celebrations. I think I think of Alan Shearer quite a lot. I mentioned it in the intro, but and he he patented that. And it is really just a man putting his hand up. And I suppose Alan Shearer was was quite no nonsense. Yeah, Paterton. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't him. I'm sure that was like your representative or something. Yeah. Thought, let's do that. But just so wanky. I mean, surely he yeah. would have said, no, like we, we, we mustn't do that because 
But what does it even mean? Someone does someone in the it? National like, League run around with their arm in the air and I was like, oh, I've got to pay money to Alan Sharon now. Damn yeah. it, I forgot that. Yeah, you oh, can't. I waved to my wife. My entire, my entire gold bonus goes to Sharer. <laughs> yeah. We can't say Sue anymore as well. Um, even the patent thing is like, it's just the logo, isn't it? It's like the, yeah, the yeah. Shearer logo yeah. rather than like no one could put their hand in the air. It, had, it has always struck me with the Sharer celebration when he's running off. Very important that he keeps running. Because if he comes to a full stop, then suddenly, <laughs> suddenly that gesture is not, not ideal. Yes. <laughs> it's not, not very market friendly. Goes into sort of Wayne Hennessy territory, doesn't it? Which yeah. is not ideal. Yeah, very much so. You can't be waving at all of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, we spoke in the Bring intro. Bring me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> or I spoke in the intro about how you would think that the goal celebration would be as old as goals themselves, but apparently that isn't the case. There's a centre-forward called Eddie Brown who's credited as being the trailblazer of the celebration in England uh, from the 1950s. And um, Flamboyance was essentially quite rare then, and he um, he was quite creative with it. He shook hands with a corner flag, hugged a policeman, um, <laughs> and he once went missing after going into the crowd for a swig of lemonade, lemonade. by Joe. I, like, I, I like it. I like, I like that as well. It's very of its Not time. Not a chance it was lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> he said in 2012, yes, I was eccentric. Not crackers, just eccentric. Again, just just very much of the time. This sounds. This guy sounds like he was great fun, actually. He ended up sort of uh, managing amateur sides locally and was, was a bit of a local hero. Scored a lot of goals as well. And it's just weird to me. To, like, what did people do? What Surely like you can't help but celebrate that you've, you've achieved Absolutely. something. Absolutely. It seems very strange to me, this. Yes. People just like shook their own hand and... Got on I with do it. like the hugging Best of the policeman. Off, I mean, maybe that could be something for Ali Holland or something. Immediately sprints over to the steward and gives him a big hug. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about doing that to a policeman. The idea that in that moment he could have been arrested. Yeah. Like if he just if he took the piss, like if he took his hat and put it on. Mm. That's it. I don't know. There's like I would like to see that and maybe I wouldn't like to see that actually. Or maybe trying to hug the ref or something to see what happens. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that used to be the rumour here. I don't know if you're aware of this urban legend. Or maybe it's not an urban legend, Lars, but the, 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 I remember what was always said in the playgrounds of where I grew up was um, that if you knocked a policeman's hat off, he couldn't arrest you. What? So you could just knock his hat off and run away. Because he doesn't do have any authority. The, the authority like, does is it all come in the from hat. the hat. That's why the hats are so silly. So that that implies that if so you take authority. the hat, then you can then you can arrest people, which doesn't seem to oh, make sense. Oh yes, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe what, what, so what Alling Holland should do is run to a policeman, took the hat on, and then arrest the entire defence for the opposition <laughs> team to make the next goal easier. This doesn't make any sense. People in playgrounds in England just haven't thought things through. No, they haven't. No. Idiots. So we're going to try and sort of perhaps. Translate, I suppose you'd ah, say, a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of classic ones here. So, uh, and, and you, you see celebrations kind of spread. They're essentially memes, aren't they? Because a the player start, starts doing it and then everyone starts yeah, doing it. Like the, uh, the Bebeto baby thing. We first saw that in the World Cup in 1994. And you see that a lot now. It's just become just become part of the culture. So you get players like Luis Suarez who kiss their wrists. And that's often based around a tattoo they might have on the wrist. And then the kiss honours whatever that tattoo is about, which I think is quite quite nice. Raúl had kissed his ring finger. Yeah, I, I always like. I'm very sentimental. I always like that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love that era of Real Madrid. My flatmate pointed it out, and she wasn't as into football, and and would be watching Real Madrid back when it was on Spanish football was on Sky, and um, you know the ball would be be being passed around. We were like Sergio Ramos, Michel Salgado, Raúl, and she's like. They're like a Mills and Boone novel. (laughs) Like that Madrid, that era Madrid really, really was like that, especially because they all had sort of long flowing hair and they're all very, very sort of muscular and and pretty, essentially. And I I think that that Raul kissing his ring finger really, really plays into that. Yeah. Similarly, if 
Barrett Icardi and Maxi Lopez were playing each other and Icardi scored, would he go over and, <laughs> and, and kiss Maxi Lopez's ring finger? <laughs> You've taken it somewhere bad, Vish, but I would like to say I think that is very nice. Aside from it is very nice, being yeah. an enjoy, well, <laughs> the thing you suggested, not necessarily very nice, but uh, I, aside from spontaneous joy and honesty and not trying to look cool, I definitely do like the idea that your first instinct after doing something that's very important for you professionally and that's very important is to like some way honor someone who means something to you yeah i think that's very good so one of my this is the sincere bit of me coming through now um one of my favorite celebrations and it's very rare that it happens but it's when a player comes back from injury scores Mm, and runs over to the physio or someone from the medical team and is like you you helped yeah. this, this is your moment as much as it is mine that's I think nice. that's a real sweet sincere moment yeah. again and that shows a bit of the personality of the squad doesn't yeah, it and, yes. and the character of, of yeah. those involved also added points if the manager thinks he's running to you and then he gets <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. which and has, happened, which has happened a few times Absolutely. Yeah. always very good one of my favourites is, is a simple one um, which is um, the bundle you don't see it all the time, yeah, but I love it when you see it. And I mean, again, this was something that was very prevalent. I don't know about it. If it's it was a health and safety which problem the case there. in Norway. At school, if a few people jumped on a kid and one of them shouted, bundle, everyone would just do it. That would not happen, no. Really? That yeah. happened a lot in the UK. I have a suspicion that that rule still applies. If you're on a busy bus and like you and a mate just jump on someone and shout bundle... I reckon a lot of people will join in. I like it would almost be muscle memory. Yeah, my compulsion would be, oh, to hear it. Like, Bundle, I, like, I haven't done this in ages. Yeah, Brilliant. It's like we're all sleeper agents. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear that word. <laughs> you just go. Yeah. Just switches something on in you. Speaking of the bundle, the, the all-time bundle in football, Jimmy Glass. Oh, God, yeah. Well, that's the greatest moment in the history of sport. He scored a last-minute winner, which kept Carlisle United in the Football League in 1999. He was on loan from Swindon Town. He came up from a corner. He volleyed it in, watched the goal. It's brilliant. Yeah, but he's watch a goalkeeper as well. Yeah, watch it for the celebration as well. Because, yeah, every, everything about, you know, all the things we love, it distilled into one moment, including something we touched on before, um, where a fan, you know, all the fans run on. It's the world's biggest bundle, yeah. I think, on record. And... <laughs> There's a point where the referee tries to stop people running on by blowing his whistle and a fan runs on and jumps and hugs him and takes him to the ground. <laughs> and then he just disappears in a mass of bodies. And it's an outstanding thing. But that, I mean, that is the ultimate like celebration for me. Yeah. yeah. But I just, the only concern with a big bundle, I mean, there are health and safety issues here. Like with the knee slide, you worry about the, the, the ligaments and the things. Like if I'm a manager, I do not want to see a striker who's had knee yes. injuries do a knee slide. I mean, immediate ban of that. But, but, but I also just think, I'm trying to think, what's a good example? Man United have quite a few small players. Like yeah. if, uh, if if you have like Christian Eriksen and like Anthony, oh, Anthony's not that small, but Sandra, yeah, all those guys who are a bit short and specifically Eriksen, they're in a bundle and suddenly like Harry Maguire jumps into it. Yeah. Like that would, you don't want that, that him to land on top of him and then you could break something. But that's always the, the last person to enter Injured the bundle. in the bundle. The, the bundle. Must be often a short the, one. No, but it's often the biggest person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's slow to get there. Because, it, but he's encouraged to do so and there's a moment, you can feel it, especially when you're at the bottom of the bundle where you're like, hold on, there's a bit of quiet. Something bad's gonna, and then you just feel Here he it. Here comes. Yeah. Here yeah. comes Slavid. So I think if you're, yeah, if you're Christian Eriksen, you need to A, just always pass the ball. Make sure you don't score. And then if there you, there is a goal, and there is a bundle. You've got to stay out of that That's thing. You know, point. you've got you've got a you've got a health condition yeah. to keep in mind. <laughs> so there's uh, to, uh, to translate a few more. There's the, the thumb in the mouth. Generally means a player's 
Uh, is it a tribute to a player's newborn baby <clears> or, to, or, you know, a tribute to their child in general? can also mean scoring a goal was very easy or child's play. Shit housing is not to be overlooked, actually, isn't mm. it? Um, so that's... Uh, that's quite a fun aspect of it as well. It's often to make a point to the manager or the media. The the the, the dentist chair, Paul Gascoigne's famous dentist chair, was was an example of this. So I do like that stuff. That if celebrations is that again, that I think that's the exception to my all spontaneity and mm. no planning rule is probably something that re- it still probably can be spontaneous, but something that references current events. I'm kind of happy with, like the the whole city Phil Brown thing. Yeah, that yes. Well, that when was very good. There, for for listeners who are not aware, uh, Phil Brown, uh, one time coach of Hull City, once famously kept the team out on the pitch and told them off in front of the fans as a sort of a very failed gesture of of whatever it was. Yeah. It wasn't a good Outside idea. Box thinking. Uh, and then uh, later on, they did a goal and they celebrated by. It must have been Jimmy Bullard, Jim, Jimmy Bullard uh, yeah, taking the role of of Philip Brown and pretending to tell them off in front of everyone. Mm. I think that is a tremendous celebration. We have, and I'm I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this. But we had one instance in Brazil where the forward Marinho, who played for uh, I believe he played again for Santos at the time, did a VAR decision miming celebration. Oh right, wow! Okay. So he he scored a great goal and then he mimed the VAR check. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, we have to, have to have it confirmed and point to the spot. Like I I I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often because yeah. that is a very obvious place to go, especially like if you're like recently McAllister had that goal chalked off for Brighton. Mm. Mm. I can't believe that he one of the great disallowed goals. Yeah, and when he then scored a goal later on, also a good goal. I can't believe that he had the composure to A, not just run over to the referee and just <laughs> to tell him to disallow this, you knob. Uh, <laughs> or do a sarcastic sort of like, yeah, that that's something I quite I quite like. Mm. I, I, uh, I got booked um, at school for um, <clears throat> celebrating a goal. I, I'd been called offside quite a few times in this game and I scored a goal late on. The, you know, we were already winning, but I scored a goal and I ran over to the touchline and, and put my hand in yes, the this is good. flag. And the referee came over, booked me. And then, because obviously he was like the teacher of the other school, he went, and don't be a dickhead. <laughs> I would have said, don't you be a dickhead. Yeah. Have <laughs> some police. joy in your life. Has, I thought, I, I has your that. wife left you or what, what's happening? <laughs> did you, not, as did you either get not enough custody or too much custody? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Sorry. back now. Yeah, maybe maybe I should have done that. Actually, I'm not feel like George from Seinfeld. Do we? You probably would have gotten the second yellow for yeah, descent. Then, to be fair. Yeah. Especially if you bring the custody into it. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So on the subject of, of pre-planned celebrations, do we think Tamiri Ketsbaya's famous celebration was, was pre-planned? It was, he scored an injury time winner for Newcastle against Bolton in 98. And it went down in history because he removed his shirt, attempted to remove his boot, and then just started kicking advertising boards so much that he broke his toe. I don't think that was planned. No? I don't think he woke up that morning and said, you know what, I'm Tamiri Ketsbaya. If I'm going to score a goal today, I will take off my boot and kick the advertising hoarding. Yeah. That is a clever thing to do when you're not wearing a boot. So Rob on Twitter um, put this forward as his favourite, uh, most iconic celebration. Uh, he said, it's kept by a hands down, but for me, it's not even the booting the hoardings bit. It's the fact that when the ball comes to him after the restart, he's still so pumped, he just hoofs it over the stand. <laughs> <laughs> With a broken toe at that point yeah. as well. Ooh. So much adrenaline he didn't even notice, obviously. What? <laughs> It was, a, it was get rid of it. It's such an iconic moment that wasn't it? It's just because the moment where I can't remember who celebrates with him, but they're all scared though. Yeah, but there's a moment where he's like, "Come on, mate, it's it's fine." Yeah. You, <laughs> he like, starts pulling him away. He's like, "Look, you're taking it too far now." <laughs> Passing him the ball and he booty out of the stand. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to team celebrations, which obviously, I mean, realistically, that they have to be choreographed, don't they? Uh, Icelandic team Stjarnan went viral for their creative routines. It started with the Rambo, where the goal scorer took out two of his teammates with fake punches, shot three others with his hand shaped like a pistol, then ran to the halfway line, slid onto his stomach into a sniper's position and took down his goalie. Camera operator actually missed him taking down the goalie, apparently. They also did the fish one. The fish uh, one was where, good. I yeah, the fish the, one was yeah. very well acted. That was Impressive athleticism on the count of the yeah, man playing so the fish. The guy that scored the goal, basically ran over to some empty space doing the cast a line with like mimed casting a line obviously and then one of his teammates like 
behave like a fish. If you had actually caught. cast the line, I think that would have been a foul somehow. Yeah, you can't be bringing props. Okay, cannot be hooking. Well, well, that said, some cannot be do fish it. hooking your teammates. Yeah, which is which is rubbish. Yeah, Albany yeah. had a few masks in his Facundo day. Facundo Sava, as well, yeah. I remember for Fulham, and then we didn't see it enough, so they sold him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Obama Yang one was weird because he um he started doing like the Black Panther, didn't he? Yeah. And the Black Panther mm. mask, and it's like, are they paying you for this? Like, <laughs> I don't really get it. There must be some kind of intellectual property. No, I, I think it was uh, I think it was the Wakanda Forever kind of. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 he, but he had but he had the Black Panther mask yeah, yeah, as well yeah. a few times. Yeah. That's what I, I, that's I, what I, I mean think... though. He was he was kind of I think he was buying into the kind of the the good feeling around the message of the movie. Yeah. For, I okay. forget this. Did he have to go into the bench to get the mask or did he have it like down his shorts or something? I think it was behind the goal. I think. Yeah, it was behind uh, the goal. Yeah, yeah, that's, someone, that's, that's a good amount. Of, someone must yeah, have moved it. Yeah, And there's also the Mikel Antonio dirty time. dancing with a cardboard cutout of himself. That was fantastic. That was very good. Iconic. Yeah, that's very excellent. As well. Yeah. So it's about how you use them. Very much how so. you use the props yeah. and what they are. Stjarnan also did like a human toilet one where they made like a oh, toilet. Yes. I mean, that, that I thought, again... That's where I think the too much time on your hands thing comes into yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I know you have time to choreograph this, but it feels a little bit... What if they have a massive goal drought? What if they have, like, one really good one all lined up that they've spent time on and then they go, like, five games without scoring and it becomes like, yeah. a, it becomes like a whole thing? Basically putting on a play because of overthought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Todd Bowley's listening to this, don't get ideas here. Yeah, it all went into extra time because one of the teams insisted on doing the Midsummer Night's Dream after, like, one of the goals had gone in and it all got really strange. Imagine that, yeah, if they do that, they score and it's, like, 1-0 and then because of the added time, because of how long it's taken them to do their celebration, they concede an equaliser. Only got themselves to blame. Rightly so. Very much so. Um, so one of the weirder celebrations we've seen involves Sevilla's Francisco Gallardo. Uh, he was charged by the, the Spanish Soccer Federation in 2001 for biting his teammate Jose Antonio Reyes' penis after he had scored. Reyes was besieged by his teammates after scoring, but Gallardo was seen bending down and having a little bit of a nibble. Reyes <laughs> said, I felt a bit of a pinch, but I didn't realise what Gallardo had done until I saw the video. Felt a bit of a pitch. It's just why. But I am questioning why have we put this under like a pre choreographed celebration? <laughs> <laughs> is that pre planned or is it spontaneous? It cannot ne- possibly have been pre planned. <laughs> just after the game, in the post match press conference, like, it looks like you practiced that on the training ground. It's like, yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, we've spent had a, few... a lot of time on the yeah, training ground. We stayed, his penis, yeah, we stayed, stayed after, you know, certain training. We've been, we've been trying that for weeks and we thought, you know, when we should do it. Surely yeah, that's the in the kids' bias. Right. That must be in the kids' bias, sort of so happy with emotion I mean, he'd, he'd not bite entirely it straight sure off, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's got to be just unthinking really isn't it also what are, what are they charging with penis biting because it's technically know. not ungentlemanly conduct is it I I don't know that it's, it's not, not it's not it's not it's, it's not bringing the game into disrepute is it I don't know uh, I'm, I'm really not sure they just charged him maybe they've just like yeah we'll figure I mean, that there, out later there is a thing Stop in the laws of the game that just says showing disrespect for the game which could mean literally anything yeah. Yeah, like that's... half the celebrations we've mentioned are bookable offenses I think for, yeah. for that reason <laughs> so how do we feel about managers getting involved in the in the celebrations I don't mind. Well, I suppose it depends. I quite, uh, even though against, it was against Manchester United, I thought like the Mourinho down the touchline when mm. Costinha scores that goal for Porto, that was... Costinha, I thought about that, that was quite iconic. I don't yeah. mind well, it, that. It really announced him as a, as a personality, didn't it? And as a, as a sort of like kind of A-list presence. Yeah. I mean, was, it's not like he was already man. managing Porto <laughs> in the Champions League. It's not like he was a complete... A humble man that wants the, the limelight and just wants to get on with the job. But I also like the, well, you know, um, uh, Pep Guardiola did it uh, when Barcelona, when Iniesta scored that goal against Chelsea, like run down. Sometimes it's the like, 
I want to be a part of this with them yeah. type mm. feel. And I, I still think Mourinho was governed by that primarily when yeah. he ran there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then obviously it was different come the Inter Milan-Barcelona game when he runs on the new Camp and um, he's just doing it to show all the fans that he fucking hates them all. became a yeah. raging egomaniac <laughs> yeah. later on. But I, that definitely falls under my sort of nice, spontaneous, everyone's yeah. very happy yeah. uh, category that I think is very positive. He, he's got a really has got a gallery of these when Wesley Schneider scored an injury time winner against Udinese in 2009 for Inter Mourinho rolled his fists and jumped up and down with his tongue out Inter President Massimo Moratti said it was a bit strange but the important thing is that we won <laughs> weirdly subdued yeah oh he's doing it again is he yeah. <laughs> All right. oh he's gone always something different always something weird I mean, does it create a bond with fans if they do do if managers do a celebration though because non-celebrating managers are often accused of sort of lacking character or passion and <laughs> lacking <laughs> character they're cowards yeah <laughs> y- y- liars y- y- and charlatans Jürgen y- Klopp I think he's like yeah. he he, t- he obviously has specific groups he um, mm. celebrates with I think, that, I think that's nice personally mm. how about Alan Pardew's FA Cup final <laughs> dance how do, we, how do we feel about that in retrospect on brand yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I suppose it showed his personality uh, it really it? did yeah, oh, it was it's awful, a man who likes to dance. Even thinking about it makes me uncomfortable. It, it was the, it was what he did with his mouth, the way the, the little O he made you with say his that, mouth. But is it better if Alan Pardew does it or if Sam Allardyce does that one? Uh, what, what, when it, I, I suppose I'm thinking of when Allardyce tied his tie around his head and was was dancing. That <laughs> exactly that. right. So I mean, he should do more, there, more of that on the touchline. It would be very good. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Dear, oh dear. Um, I imagine um, just on the Allardyce thing, Alan Pardew's found love in a lot of places. So just, <laughs> not just hopeless ones. I'm not sure we'd call it love. Um, <laughs> it's, it's quite nice to see a goalkeeper celebrate, isn't it? Listener Simon reminded us of uh, the DR Congo goalkeeper, Robert Kidiaba, who became famous for his donkey dance, where he basically sort of shuffled around the penalty area on his bum. I quite like that. Is that like mimicking that he's on a donkey rather than... Cause yeah, I don't, donkey dance doesn't seem so. to describe that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see more of goalkeeper celebrating, to be honest. They Same. should get more stuck into the celebration. I mean, they have to run quite a long way, yeah. so that, that is a factor. But they should also celebrate saves more. I think that should be... Enti- I mean, you have to be very they careful. They stick for it, don't they? Doing no, that? I think that's nonsense. I think that, yeah. I mean, that is the equivalent of scoring yeah. a goal for them, isn't it? Making a good save. So I, I want to see yeah. more of that. But the so- goalkeeper celebration used to celebrate tackles and he was a, a yeah. pretty flawed player um, in, <laughs> but, in a lot of ways, but I loved that about him. But, but that Just is... I mean, that's, that's, that's got me going now. Like, that's... The idea that goalkeepers like you shouldn't celebrate a yeah. save because maybe you'll concede in the next attack. Yeah. We would never ever apply that logic to strikers. Yeah, you might like, miss you the next mustn't one. Mustn't celebrate this goal because you might miss the next. What is that? Well, like, yeah. we Total nonsense. Yeah, we shouldn't apply that to birthdays either. Well, don't, wouldn't over celebrate this one because you might not have an. Yeah. You might die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know. It's a dangerous world out there. <laughs> How do we feel about play like non celebrations? I think sometimes players don't celebrate at all, and it looks a bit strange. But it's like not celebrating against your old club. Is uh, is weirdly controversial. I'm, 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 I don't really know why because I think it just shows respect to the individuals that you know. There, doesn't it? I don't think it has to be a hard and fast rule. And I think different mm. different players have different relationships with clubs, no matter how long or short they've been there. I remember Romelu Lukaku got stick because he didn't celebrate a goal against West Brom, mm. despite the fact that <clears throat> everything that was written about Lukaku at the time, or you know, as he was on this upward progression, talked about how his time at West Brom. Was was a real important time for him, where they it was the first time he said that he was treated as an adult at a football club. Mm-hmm. They kind of went to him like, you know, you're really into your video analysis. What would you like to watch? Mm-hmm. What would you like videos on? You know, what would you like to discuss? That kind of thing. 
and he scored he scored against them, didn't celebrate and people are like, oh, you only spent like four months at the Hawthorns, you're not celebrating with them. You're yeah. sorry, you're not celebrating a goal against them. How pathetic. And it's like, no, that, that's his thing. Like, yeah. Leave it's, him it's, to it's it. a, yeah. You don't know the relationships that the player yeah. has with, with with the people at the club, so I think it's it's it just is what it is. Yeah, and, and look, we obviously joke like, it, it comes across cause it comes up because it's quite funny, but Adebayo's Adebayo's celebration against Arsenal was off the back of like him feeling massively disrespected by them and and going about it in a in a very very bad way, but like mm. that shows the yin nah, and yang between. That's them. fine. Do you think? <laughs> do you think sometimes time has to pass? There's got to be a place for spite. It's true. Yeah. Sometimes I think time has to pass because famous snake rat weasel Robin van Persie didn't celebrate <laughs> against Arsenal in his first season at Man United, mm. but did in his second. So is, he kind of got no reason when time has yeah, yeah, time has passed. Yeah. He's probably got so much stick on the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, you know yeah, what? Forget yeah. this. So which I think is fine, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They have their right of reply, don't they? And, and the pitch is the best place for it. So uh, let's let's close as as everything really should with with essentially Jamie Vardy because we want to talk about the shit house celebration, and he's yeah. really the king of that. Um, last season, he did a wolf howl at the Wolves fans. Uh, he impersonated an eagle in front of the homestead end at Selhurst Park. Huge fan of Crystal that. Palace. I mean, that is that. impressive. He was also properly taunting the Southampton fans during the 9-0 after like the eighth goal. <laughs> like really rubbing salt in the wounds. And he cupped his ears when he scored at the Hawthorns in 2020 despite no fans being there. That's one for you at home, essentially, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> the only thing is I need to check the timing on this. The eagle thing with Jamie Vardy, was it before or after the eagle died? I mean, that is the big question. Because, <laughs> of course, what people forget is that Kyla the eagle, who used to fly around oh, at Sellers no. Park, uh, has, I mean, died a couple of years ago. Yeah, And I have to say, if this was very shortly after the death of the eagle, then really we're at next level here. Yeah, and there's no one I believe in more to be able to hit that level. I do remember there was a famous Rome derby, like Lazio have an eagle that flies around the stadium before the game, as as a few clubs do, Benfica and obviously Palace do it as well. But Roma had a beautifully simple sign that just said, fuck you and fuck your eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's definitely, he appears to have, this very quick research while we're recording, gentlemen, he appears to have done the eagle celebration both before and after. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the first one was a warning yeah the first one was a warning it does yeah. imply like look what I did to your eagle <laughs> and you know he did it with a BB gun as well <laughs> like a nerd who and child. a can of K-Sider yeah. dear oh dear before so, and after <laughs> Jamie Jamie Vardy my favourite player right um, so we're going to wrap it up there thank you for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide 2 remember we want your ideas for what to talk about next we've had loads so far and we're going to work through our favourites as the season goes on if you fancy learning more about one of football's quirks or grand old traditions then get in touch and tell us email us show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble with your suggestions and we'll see you next time thank you very much Lars Thank you. That was fun, Jim. I enjoyed that. Yeah, so did I. Thank you. I'm going to go celebrate in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. There you go. Muted there. (laughs) Clearly not that. Not that thankful. I'm very thankful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I just I used to be a listener, and now now I'm on the other side. You're on the show. I'm going to go celebrate. I don't want to celebrate in the face. Yeah. (laughs) See ya. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.